The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, experiences, and frankly, whatever, (laughs) in 15 minutes or less. If the full-length podcast is a couture dress, for example, then 15 Minutes of Fab is like a button-down French cuff white shirt paired with leather leggings. If you don't have time to tune into the full-length podcast, then check out 15 Minutes of Fab, just a small dose. Some have considered it truth and beauty or plastic surgery secrets or as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty with a dash of fashion. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, most, if not all aspects of beauty and wellness with a dash of fashion. That includes products, wellness services, technologies, innovations, new scientific research, and plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that's grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by my clinical experience, and bolstered by my surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. And then there's my love of fashion. Of course, I feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and plastic surgery, as well as products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive, and may I add expensive training and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you. Many of the human issues around aging and being being a fierce fab person, as well as an agent for positive change. I live these too, and I try. You're not alone. So together we can help the world become a more beautiful, forever fab place. So if you'll have me and give me at least 15 minutes of your time, let's get at it. In this new year, I've decided that it will be one of expansion and discovery. So I'll explore all sorts of topics, near and possibly far-fetched, while still focusing on the topics that make the forever fab podcast, well, fabulous, namely fashion, the art of living well or wellness and beauty. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, which I created well over probably now 15 years ago, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. And this goes for many aspects of life that help you to live in grace and beauty, including nutrition, exercise, product services, technologies, mind, body, spirit, and science. 
The title of this week's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab is Soul Survivors, How to Get the Most Out of Your Sunscreen. Okay, you're aware that you should apply it every day. You may have even bought it to match your skin tone. You may have tried a number of different brands. You may have tried different ingredients. You may have tried the block versus the screen, but what does sunscreen and SPF really mean? And what's the science behind the sunscreen? This week's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab uncovers the basics and beyond of the universal coverage product, sunscreen. Admittedly, I, yes, I, Dr. Shirley, am a sun worshiper. J'adore the sun. It's warmth on my skin, the glow of its rays, the feeling of being kissed by its light, the positivity of its energy, its brightness, its aura. Ah, there's so many benefits of sun exposure. Actually, according to GoodRx.com, the good things about sunlight are that it provides vitamin D, it strengthens bones, it kills bacteria, it may even reduce high blood pressure, it can help improve sleep, and it definitely boost your mood. The ancient Egyptians reported the benefits of the sun well over 6,000 years ago. And frankly, almost every culture has some kind of fascination or, you know, pays some kind of homage to the sun. In fact, there are a number of sun gods and goddesses. Remember the Egyptian god Ra or the Brazilian Guarasi, the Inuit Melina, the Mayan Akin, the Buddhist Surya, hello, my fellow yogis, the Filipino Chia Chai, the Hindu Tapati, who, by the way, is a goddess. So listen, solar energy is royal energy. It is healthful and it's powerful. So what's not to like? When did sun and sun exposure become a bad thing? <laughs> As it turns out, Though the ancient Egyptians recognized the healthful benefits of the sun, they also did realize that it had harmful effects if exposed to the sun for too long without adequate sort of coverage or protection. In fact, in ancient Greece, the Olympians, you know, when they were training outdoors and doing all the Olympian type things that they did, they actually tried to protect themselves by slathering on olive oil. And during the Middle Ages, European women stayed out of the sun primarily to show that their pallor was associated with wealth. It wasn't until the early 20th century that science made a correlation between the sun and skin cancer. It was then that sunscreen was first developed. Okay, whereas historically societies valued looking pale as a sign of health, and also I dare say as a sign of privilege, this changed in the 20th century when having a tan was perceived as a sign of health. Like if you were glowing, <laughs> you were hot, <laughs> you were healthy, you were fabulous. Nevertheless, to help educate people about the harmful effects of the sun's UV rays, the SPF or sun protection factor rating system was developed in 1974. It's now known, and we've known for quite some time, that both UVA and UVB rays may be problematic. If you plan to spend more than 30 minutes in the sun as it goes, it's advised that you apply sunscreen and reapply it every two hours, especially if you're sweating and if you're in the sun that long. 
According to Wikipedia, quote, UV is a mutagen and carcinogen for the skin. Acute exposure may lead to a painful sunburn, which can increase the chances of developing serious skin problems later in life. Long-term sunlight exposure is known to be associated with the development of some types of skin cancer, skin aging, immune suppression, eye diseases such as cataracts, and maybe even macular degeneration, end quote. That's from Wikipedia. Spoiler alert. You may think that the glow that you get from a bit of sun is healthy or sexy, but... According to the EPA or Environmental Protection Agency of the United States, there is no such thing as a, quote, healthy tan because the EPA says, quote, tanning is your body's attempt to protect itself from being damaged by UV or ultraviolet radiation, end quote. Whoa. I mean, honestly, I knew and I know that tanning and the stimulation of the cells called melanocytes that make melanin or pigment in the skin, they definitely get stimulated by the sun. And yes, it's a bit of a protective mechanism, but I really didn't know that it was the body trying to say, wait, no, no sun, no sun, please help me, protect me. I didn't know it was that deep. There are three kinds of UV or ultraviolet radiation, okay? UVA, those are the ones that penetrate the Earth's atmosphere. And you know, the ozone and the Earth's atmosphere that is slowly dissipating over time, the more that goes away, the more that gets dissipated, the more holes are punched into it, then more of those UV rays are going to penetrate the Earth's atmosphere and hit the Earth's surface and therefore, you know, do some frying. The US EPA adds that, quote, UVA rays cause skin aging and eye damage and can lower your body's ability to fight off illness. UVA rays also contribute to the risk of skin cancer, end quote. Second type of UV rays or ultraviolet radiation, UVB. Now, UVB, the Earth's atmosphere actually helps to shield us or protect us from those UVB rays. Um, but even though there, there's some mild protection there or moderate protection there, those, some of those rays actually do reach the Earth. That's why it's important to have a sunscreen that's effective against both UVA and UVB. The US EPA adds that, quote, UVB rays cause sunburns, skin cancer, skin aging, and snow blindness, which is a sunburn to your cornea, part of your eye, that causes a temporary loss of vision, OMG. And it can lower your body's ability to fight illness, end quote. So again, there's some immune suppression there by those UV rays. I also have to admit, if I spend too much time in the sun, even though, you know, I've got a hat, I've got the physical screens, I've got the sunscreens, blah, blah, blah. I reapply every two hours. After a few hours, like, I'm feeling tired. I'm just feeling like, oh, my gosh, that was, that was a lot of work <laughs> lying there <laughs> in the sun, facing the ocean or the sea. That was a lot of work. I wonder if that has to do with, you know, immune suppression. Who knows? Or energy suppression. Who knows? The third type of UV ray is UVC. These rays do not reach the Earth's surface. So there's really, you know not much to be alarmed about with UVC rays, UVC rays, and they don't pose much of a threat today. Okay, now you know the history and the reasoning behind the sun's, sun goddess's powers, right? You understand what UV rays are, which ones come through, which ones don't, which ones you have to be worried about. Well, what can you do to reap the benefits of the sun while protecting yourself from its harmful effects? Well, here are my tips some from my practice, some from, you know, culturally, and a couple smatterings from the interweb. 
no AI, folks, no AI, all me. Okay, so here are my tips for benefiting from the sun, getting the benefits of the sun, reaping the healthful habits, but then, or healthful effects, but then totally protecting yourself from its harmful effects. So limit your sun exposure to 30 minutes or less if possible. And if you are concerned about premature aging or skin aging, when you do go out for that 30 minutes, maybe you just stick your feet out or your arms or your legs and not your face. <laughs> That's what I do. Another tip, limit your sun exposure to certain times of the day, right? Avoid when there's peak sun out. So avoid it from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Now, this could be variable depending on where you live and what time of year it is. But generally speaking, avoid peak sun for the most part, from 10-ish to about 4-ish. Next tip, apply sunscreen daily. Now, I know what I'm about to say is controversial because dermatologists and many doctors recommend that you apply sunscreen every single day. I don't. I don't apply sunscreen when it's dark out, cloudy, raining, storming. I just don't, right? If there is even just a little bit of sun or partly cloudy, then I'll apply sunscreen. But otherwise, dark, cloudy, raining, storming, I'm not putting sunscreen on my face, folks. I, and also, you should reapply every two hours if you are staying out in the sun, and especially if you're active and you're sweating. Okay, next tip, use a broad spectrum sunscreen, which basically means that it protects against both UVA and UVB rays. And that sunscreen, that broad spectrum sunscreen should be SPF sun protection factor greater than or equal to 30. Greater than or equal to 30. So that SPF 8, not cutting it. That SPF, you know, 15, not cutting it. 30 and up, baby. Use physical sun protection as well, such as a wide brim hat, sunglasses, long sleeve shirts, etc. I'm a huge fan of a fabulous hat and definitely a fan of some fabulous sunglasses. So make sure that sunglasses also are actually protective of your eyes. So if you put a pair of sunglasses on and you're still squinting through the sunglasses, those aren't gonna work, baby. You gotta get some real sunglasses. Be aware of conditions such as sea and snow. The sun may actually be more intense in those environments because the sun rays are you know, reflecting off of some of those surfaces and bam, you know, out, off of the reflection of the snow or the sea and boom hitting you in your face and that actually could be worse. Avoid tanning beds. Those were like such a thing of the past. They've turned out to be not good, not healthy and frankly dangerous. So avoid tanning beds, folks. Okay. Let's go natural. Hit the sun with adequate protection. Another tip, look for active ingredients that are not hormone disruptors. And some of the, some of the better ingredients are zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. Now, please note that the EWG or the Environmental Working Group, EWG.org, one of my favorite reference sites, states that the problem with many sunscreen formulations is that they're not tested for, quote, irritation and skin allergies, as well as testing for skin absorption and the potential to cause cancer, disrupt the hormone system and cause harm during reproduction and development, end quote. That's a lot. So this thing that's supposed to help protect you from the, the harmful damaging effects of the sun can actually do some damage internally by causing hormone disruption and possibly damage to your reproductive system. Like that's not cute. That's not helpful. So there are a number of ingredients that are culprits 
The two that for now seem to be safe are zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. And if you want more information or you want help about how to choose the best sunscreen for you, seriously, check out ewg.org. I use it a lot for a lot of different things, including sunscreen. Next tip, layer up. And sure, you can layer up clothing, but that's not what I mean. I mean, product-wise. I avoid wearing sunscreen alone on my face, not only because the ingredients have been shown to get absorbed into the skin, but also because I just apply multi-layer moisturizing ingredients to help buffer the sunscreen absorption and also to help provide an extra layer of care onto my skin. So look for ingredients such as vitamin C and hyaluronic acid to layer under your sunscreen. So you'll have that sort of you know, moisturization, and then you can put your sunscreen on top. What I'm about to say is also controversial because many dermatologists and physicians will say, put your sun, you know, your moisturizer on first or nothing, wear sunscreen alone. I don't do that. Or put your moisturizer on first and then your sunscreen. Okay. That makes sense. But sometimes, you know, like I don't have a minute. <laughs> and at least I put my moisturizer on my face. But sometimes what I do is I mix my moisturizer with my sunscreen and I just put it on in one shot. I know, not exactly necessarily the right thing to do. I mean, I just wonder, is it really the right thing versus the wrong thing? That's just what I do, folks, okay? So do what your doctor tells you. I'm not your doctor. And if I am and you're listening to this, do what I tell you to do. <laughs> okay, last tip. Frankly, if you notice any new skin changes, really see your doctor. And skin changes, I'm referring to if you have a mole or if you have a you know redness or a scratch or a thing or a nodule that just won't go away, please see your doctor, okay? This is my summary of what you need to know to keep glowing safely, effectively, and beautifully. And as such, this concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab Podcast. As always, stay beautiful and forever fabulous inside and out. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty and wellness questions on the go. That's click C-L-I-C-K-Lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty Rx offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. 
Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.